What's up Revelation Wellness? I'm Aaron, one of the team members here, and I wanna let you know about our brand new RevU courses. We're rolling out RevU Kids for our instructors, and that's how to teach kids fitness classes effectively and safely while leading their hearts to Jesus. We also have courses that are open to all, like how to study the Bible and myofacial release. Now, if you don't know what myofacial release is, it's basically how to use a foam roller safely and effectively. So there's something for everyone. Courses begin this month and all the information is in the show notes. Just swipe up. Now in this revving the word, we're gonna move our bodies, but we're gonna be touched in our heart and in our mind. Don't forget to rate, review, and leave us a message on SpeakPipe. We can't wait to hear from you. Are you ready? Let's get moving. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. All right, friend, good morning or afternoon or evening. <laughs> it's time to embody the words of God. I'm going to really good message for you today. It's a message that I am living out. So it feels really fresh. And I just know you're going to leave here encouraged, challenged, but in the best of ways. So I'm Elisa Keaton, founder of Revelation Wellness. If you are new to us, welcome. You're doing it right. If you're moving your body in any way, and here's the other thing, stay embodied, stay in your body. So right now, take a breath, scan your body. Notice any tightness, aches or pains. You're just gonna observe them. You're not gonna diagnose yourself going to break up with worry. You know how you do that? Take a breath. And then maybe even kind of shake your hands a little bit. Flap your arms a bit. Shake it off a bit. Right? We get so tied up in wanting to understand and have knowledge. What's, what's going on? What's wrong with this? What's wrong with that? Right? Pain is a megaphone. But God, God is the sound waves, all right? A megaphone is just a tool to amplify whatever we're saying. And God is the God of sound words. So let's just redirect our attention to him with our whole being right now. Can you just list out three things you are thankful for right now? Good job. And they can be simple things. I'm thankful I'm upright today, God. I'm thankful that I have breath. Thankful that it's a nice day outside. It's not raining or whatever. You know what it's, it's like when we're thankful? It's very childlike. Be thankful for the little things. 
and it is good for your health. So at Revelation Wellness, we are practicing physical and spiritual practices for a wholehearted faith. And today, we're gonna keep practicing. On a scale of one to 10, your body effort that you're giving, your whole being effort, wants you to be a five. You could do a lot less, you could do a lot more. You're right in the middle. You're moving on purpose, everything above a five. Start moving to your six or seven. At a six and a seven, you can close your mouth and breathe two or three breaths, but then eventually you're gonna want your mouth open, but try to breathe through your nose. Okay? Don't forget to nostril breathe. Let's pray. God, we love you. We thank you. We thank you for what we do have. When we turn away from grumbling about what we don't have. Thank you that you take our little and you make much. You're the God of small things turning into big things. So come into this time. Shape us, form us, mold us according to your word, your commands, your love. In Jesus' name, amen. Keep moving, notice just how things start to feel in your hips, shoulders. Yeah. Our teaching text today, First Chronicles 16:11. And it says this: Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. Read it again. First Chronicles 16:11. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. This is the word of the Lord. I can remember getting my first cell phone. It was a small little Motorola flip phone that you could wear on your belt or on your waist of your pants. It was about 1998. I worked at a place called The Q. I was the program manager there. I was married to my husband, just newly married. He worked for Motorola as an engineer. You know, just starting out, out of college. And so, cell phones were starting to take off more and more. Motorola, who we worked for, was a pretty big designer of those phones. So one day, Simon says to me, hey, do you want a cell phone? 
Honestly, I, I remember thinking, I don't know, why would I need one? I had a phone on my desk at work. But you know, it seemed kind of cool. So I got one. <laughs> it was about 1998. And I felt pretty important, you know? I remember people thinking, what's on her, what's on her waistline? I had a belt <laughs> with a phone. And that phone on my waistline, when you think about it, kind of replaced the symbol of keys on a ring. If you had a phone, you were someone important. Someone must be trying to reach out to them and get a hold of them. Really, it was nobody. It was just my husband once in a while. But I had a phone. Friends, I just did something in the last two days that I'm almost embarrassed to say that I have never done since the first time I owned a mobile phone. I lived without a phone for just over two days. And I mean, like I put down my phone and didn't pick it up. I've had times where I've had no cell service when I went and did Rev Wild. <laughs> I'm not gonna use a phone. There's no cell service. I willingly chose to put the phone down on my charger and not touch it again for over two days. Friend, increase your effort a little bit. Get to a good seven. Notice the warmth in your thighs or in your heart. Take a deep, deep breath, bigger breath. I had just come home from Rev on the Road, Atlanta. Shout out, ATL. An amazing time, amazing. Oh gosh, we saw the glory of the Lord together. Oh, it's so good. I hope to see you maybe in Pittsburgh. But as I was getting on the plane, actually it wasn't even on the plane, it was as soon as the event was over, back in the prep room, I collapsed, collapsed into a friend's arms, said, I'm tired, I'm tired. My body was tired, but even more than that, my mind was tired too. And my friend said to me, Elisa, this is why Jesus, after times of ministry, he would just disappear. People didn't know where he went. He went to be with the Father. And man, when she said that, everything inside of me said, I need more of him. And friends, I've already been in a time that I just need more of him. How about you? I need more of him. And if you need more of him, friends, you're gonna need to create space. You can't cram more of him in. What's gotta go? And for me, 
my flipping phone. <laughs> I had to go. It's just always at my, within reach. It's just part of my daily rhythm, picking up my phone. Even if I delay the time till I pick it up. You know, I've done Sabbath, where I practice Sabbath. I'll keep my phone on a charger all day. But by sunset, I'm picking it up and getting ready for the next day. And my team was so kind. When I come home from a rev on the road, I don't have to work on the Mondays after. I get that day to recover. Keep breathing, keep moving. So I, I knew when I got home Saturday night, phone on the charger, and I shoved it under my bed so I wouldn't see it. And I just spent the last two days with space. And y'all, I mean, I didn't touch my phone at all. <laughs> I thought to myself, there's gotta be a way to do this. And you know how? I allowed myself my laptop, my iPad, minus all the, set, every, all the settings and apps gone. My iPad was just so I could read books. And I allowed myself to watch TV only to be inspired. So here's what I did. I call this the B times four fast, the last 48 hours. I spent that time in the four Bs. In the Bible, reading books, seeking beauty or beauty stacking, and body bowing. It's actually five Bs. What do I mean by that? What did I do? I created space, and in that space, I had only read the Bible or read some books that inspired me, that grew me, that stretched my heart in the things of God. I went for walks, stacked beauty. <laughs> I looked at books with beauty, went outside a lot, and I moved my body as an act of praise body bowing <laughs> and friends I'm here to tell you it's doable you can live without your phone I kind of dreaded coming back to work because it meant I would need to pick up my phone and I just spent the last 56 hours in the presence of God everything I did no distraction. Seek the Lord and His strength. Seek His presence continually. Now I know some of you are going to say, Elisa, well that's great that that worked out for you. Don't do that. Don't do that. Listen to me. Start moving towards a good seven, maybe on the verge of an eight. 
I, I had some margin and I could have done a lot of different things with that time, but I said, God, it's yours. What do you want with it? I don't care if my team can't find me. I could list out reasons why I need my phone or I need to be reachable. Uh-uh. I needed his presence, period. And I need it more than ever. So do you. All you have to do, give him space and he will fill it. My friend Sam Gibson just preached on that. Give him space and he will fill it. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. You guys, this is, this is David. It's called the song of thanksgiving. David's song of thanksgiving. The ark, which represented the presence of God in the Old Testament, had just been placed in the tent. Not even the tabernacle. Because we know David couldn't build the tabernacle. Solomon would do that. That glorious, beautiful building and monument to God where people would go, what is that? Well, it wasn't ready yet. It was just a tent. And David gets that ark back from enemy territory. It belongs to God's people. And David gets it back, places it in a tent, and breaks out in a song of thanksgiving. And this verse is in that song, seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. He's saying to the people, everyone, come to the tent. Anytime you feel weak, come to the tent. He's here. All these wars we have faced, some lost, many won. Though we were the least of people, God's presence, God is with us. God is with us. Seek Him continually. Friend, I know, just be a nice seven. I know you're like, Lisa, song's kind of slow. Be slow. Be kind. Friends, stop with the beating up of yourself. Stop it. Where the presence of God is, <laughs> there's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. Y'all, we are so inverted. We think if I can get self-control, then I'll have some goodness. Then I can be gentle. Then I can be patient. Then I can be joyful. Uh-uh. Start with the love of God in the tent. And guess what? Your body is the tent. Shoo away. Chase out all the birds of prey. Get them out. I'm gonna go quiet. I need you to talk to him about the things that are buying for your attention, the things that are eating away at the presence of God. Listen, go ahead, be convicted, it's okay. This is 
confession that brings repentance. And then he is not gonna give you a heavy yoke. He's not gonna say, no more technology for you for the rest of your life, no. He's gonna give you a light and easy yoke, a way out, the little way. Talk to him about the things that are keeping you from his presence. Go ahead and start moving towards an eight where you have to focus. And you're just gonna say this over and over to yourself. Come on, fill those new fresh neurons in your brain that are getting squeezed out, it's true. When you exercise, when you get your heart rate up, neurons coming out. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. Say it over and over. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. God, I'm asking for an encounter right now for people. Holy Spirit, make this real for them that you are approachable, available. We are not. We repent. Come on, friend, listen. The reason you like this word is because you were made for this word and you have an enemy who wants to steal it and tell you it's not possible it's too difficult tell him to shut up seek the lord and his strength friends this is so easy now why because we host the presence this is what your body is for you host heaven and you make heaven seen is your present pull back to a seven god does not give us words that are impossible to attain and to live out. His words are the truth. They are true north. It's what we were made for. But see, this world and the fallen world we live in, we're anxious and worried about many things when only one thing is needed, God's presence. This is something Mary of Bethany knew. Martha was running around. And listen, don't bag on Martha. 
Is there good? Ah, I love, I just got done. Rev on the road. It's a pretty big Martha moment. A lot of prepping, all the people that prepared the way. It's work. But if our work doesn't come from the presence of God, it will compound anxiousness and worry. We just stay busier and busier and have excuses of why we can't come to the marriage feast. Matthew 22, Jesus compares the kingdom to a king who's giving a wedding feast for his son and he cooks all the good choice meats, prepares the feast, and tells his servants, go call all the people, go call my people. And they all had reasons why they couldn't come. They paid no attention. Give them your attention. The first, or listen to this quote from Dallas Willard. The first and most basic thing we can and must do is to keep God before our minds. This is the fundamental secret of caring for our souls. Our part in this practicing the presence of God is to direct and redirect our minds constantly to Him. It's Dallas Will and friends practicing the presence is how we care for our souls. Hi, welcome to Revelation Wellness. These are our practices. Our physical practices lead us to the presence. Our spiritual practices lead us to the presence. And in his presence, it's a wholehearted faith. His presence, friends, his presence. That word presence, it means face to face. Face to face. Our God is a FaceTime God. My gosh, how often is your face in your phone? Come on, lift your face. Let him see you and you'll see his glory. Face to face. Move to an eight. Come on. Yes. 90 seconds. Work it out. Get honest. And create some space and let him fill it face to face. Listen, back in Genesis 3, when we sinned, when we didn't listen to the words of God, and we listened to the trappings 
the lies, the assumptions of God's enemy who was cast down out of heaven, roaming this earth on his belly, hating God, and he hates you because you love God, because you have what he lost, the presence of God, and you have a body, something he never had. And when we gave in, the consequence, the very first consequence we see is that Adam and Eve hid themselves from the presence of God. They stopped looking at him face to face. They looked down and all they saw were problems. And they knew they had done wrong. And so the four horsemen of emotions show up and take them on a wild ride of feeling mad, blaming each other, feeling bad because they did something wrong, feeling scared because they are now out of the Garden of Delight and scared, sad. But when we now look to God, because of Jesus, all of us with unveiled faces, face to face with God, we have his presence. It's God's presence that marks God's people. And Moses says, you have to go with us, God. Exodus 33:15. if your presence will not go with me, do not bring us up. Presence. Seek the Lord and his strength. That means whenever you seek the Lord, you're gonna get strength. Feeling weak? Seek the Lord. Feeling tempted? Seek the Lord. He upholds the weary the lowly, the depressed. Seek the Lord, friends. And this really means you don't, can't just think this in your mind. Practice it with your body. Push away the stuff. I love it. I'm not sure I might get this wrong, but it was, I think it's John Wesley. His mother had like 10, 11 kids. And she knew without the presence of God, she was dangerous. So she would take her apron lift it up, put it over her head. And her kids knew when the apron was up over mom's head, she is seeking the Lord where he can be found, seeking his face, returning to the presence. Because of Jesus, we can return. And when we redirect our minds to seek God's presence and we wait for him to come, we reinvigorate our hearts. The two men on the road to Emmaus, after Jesus resurrected, Jesus did not allow himself to be seen to these men. He's walking along with them, talking to them, telling him about himself, and they don't know it's Jesus. And then Jesus disappears, and these two men go, 
did not our hearts burn within us while he talked to us on the road, while he opened to us the scriptures? Heartburn. Let your FaceTime lead to heartburn. Let your FaceTime lead to heartburn. And you will know you need more time if you don't have a burn. Burn it all down. Burn down whatever you have to to get back into the present. So I'm here to tell you, friends, it's possible. <laughs> I challenge you, live like a pioneer. If it's your phone, which I think it is, scrolling, mindlessly searching for things that will not satisfy. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. Continually. And that word continually means reach, stretch, reach forth. Thank you, God, for your word. Thank you for how much you love us. Thank you that this word is not complete until you, Holy Spirit, seal it. Do something with it, God. We offer your hearts, our minds, our souls, our bodies. Change us, form us into the image of Christ here on earth as he is in heaven. Thank you, God. In your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. Friends, I have so much more I didn't get to today. So follow me on Instagram. We're back in the app. We'll talk some more because there's a practice behind this. Let's talk about the practice. But way to get the word in you today. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. Peace.